November 5th, 2006. Dear Xavier High School and Miss Lockwood and Messieurs Perrin, McFeely, Batten, Marer, and Conguista, I thank you for your friendly letters. You sure know how to cheer up a really old geezer in his sunset years. I don't make public appearances anymore because I now resemble nothing so much as an iguana. What I had to say to you, moreover, would not take long to wit. Practice any art, music, singing, dancing, acting, drawing, painting, sculpting, poetry, fiction, essays, reportage, no matter how well or badly, not to get money and fame, but to experience becoming. To find out what's inside you to make your soul grow. Seriously, I mean starting right now, do art and do it for the rest of your lives. Draw a funny or nice picture of Miss Lockwood and give it to her. Dance home after school and sing in the shower and on and on. Make a face in your mashed potatoes. Pretend you're Count Dracula. Here's an assignment for tonight, and I hope Miss Lockwood will flunk you if you don't do it. Write a six-line poem about anything, but rhymed. No fair tennis without a net. Make it as good as you possibly can. But don't tell anybody what you're doing. Don't show it or recite it to anybody, not even your girlfriend or parents or whatever, or Miss Lockwood, okay? Tear it up into teeny-weeny pieces and discard them into widely separated trash receptacles. You will find that you have already been gloriously rewarded for your poem. You have experienced becoming, learned a lot more about what's inside you, and you have made your soul grow. God bless you all. Kurt Vonnegut You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Lee Esses. Today's episode, we are going to be talking about making the choice to monetize your creative work. This is a choice that I feel gets overlooked, especially by people who are just starting out in their journey. Because of course I want more money. Why wouldn't I want more money? But... The choice to monetize means that you're moving from the selfish endeavor of writing your story because it's fulfilling to you to changing it for possible other audiences. And yes, that is something that a lot of us are working towards. We want to live that dream of sustaining our lives, living comfortably by writing. But it's something you really have to consider and know what you're getting into and have realistic expectations for doing that. One of the first things to keep in mind about the entire process is once someone has paid for it, once it is purchased, and that includes a traditional publisher, if they're buying the manuscript off you so they can sell it, or if you're self-publishing the readers, once money has changed hands, it's not yours anymore. You still, of course, have legal copyright, blah, 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 this and that. But the story belongs to the people who are enjoying it and spending money to you for it. So if you can't handle someone going, this is my interpretation of the story, and it's completely wrong, then maybe monetizing isn't a process you should consider. Having this understanding that it's not yours anymore is also helpful and really necessary for when you approach reviews and feedback. Once it's not yours anymore, you don't get a say in how people interpret your work. You don't get a say in the bad reviews that they leave. You have to separate yourself from those reader spaces. You also don't get a choice in who reads it or who shares it. There is a author out there, 
I believe self-published, who has in the copyright section of their book a statement that basically tells people, hey, if you want to share this book, you have to go buy another copy to give it away. You cannot give away or sell or lend or anything this physical copy of this book, which has absolutely no legal basis, but it shows that that author doesn't understand that that book is no longer hers. It is the reader's. You don't get a say in who they share it with, who they distribute it to, who passes it along. Once it's published, your grandma may end up reading that spicy scene that you wrote, and there is nothing you can do but watch it happen in horrifying slow motion. <laughs> Something else to understand if you do choose to monetize is that you are not your writing. We've spent a fair amount of time talking about how to tell your grandmother that you are not your writing. But if you understand this for yourself, it makes this choice of monetizing much easier. Because if my book doesn't sell, does that mean I'm a bad writer? You are not your writing. Your value as a human being should not be at all connected to the amount of money you make with your book. You are a writer for simply having written a story. Your value is not that. You shouldn't worry about what people will think of you, what people will consider about you because of the stories that you write. Lee and I both have a fairly dark sense of humor and we have fairly dark scenes, but we don't judge each other on the content that we put in the book. But we have gotten some very interesting glances in public when we talk about those scenes while we're out for lunch. <laughs> But with that, you have to understand people will misinterpret your art, no matter how good you are at presenting it. And in that same vein, even if you do choose to monetize some of your work, you don't have to publish and monetize everything. You don't have to give all of your stories out into the world for them to pick apart, to analyze, to do whatever they want with. If you want to, you can keep stories to yourself. I have a couple that I have worked on that will only ever be for me. But that's completely wasting your writing time, isn't it? Absolutely not. It is helping me actually write because if I'm in the mood to write something, I can. I at least have options out there to write. And all writing helps me hone my craft, whether or not it gets out into the world. Basically, we want to say that it's impossible to write selfishly if you're thinking about how other people will read it. If you have other people in mind, especially people that aren't in your target audience, and how they will read whatever you're writing, then it's not selfish. It's not something you do to make your soul grow. It's something you're doing as a dance monkey performance kind of thing. It's a skill you develop, and a lot of people do keep churning out books, and they're all mediocre at best because they're not writing selfishly. In doing this, keeping some of these stories to yourself will help you keep the joy of writing as a priority because you're not worried about what somebody else is going to think about this story. You're not worried about how well an audience is going to receive it. Is it going to make a lot of money? You are writing it for you. And I think a really good representation of that is Brandon Sanderson's Secret Projects. And you can feel a lot of the joy and the experience of storytelling through how he was able to tell that story without the expectations that are usually placed on him to keep to his standard publishing schedule. 
I also want to say that writing for the purpose of personal therapy can be really nice. Your journal writing, that kind of thing. Never share that with anyone unless you really trust them. Your critique group should be stuff that you plan on eventually sharing with the world, stuff you plan on polishing. But if it's personal to you, you're certainly not obligated to share that with the world. And remember, with any writing, you can always choose to monetize it later. If you have a project that you've been working on that is your precious baby, that is your pet that you don't want to set out into the world where it may encounter difficulties, criticism, or negative feedback, if you're not in a place to handle that sort of criticism, you don't have to publish it right now. You can set it aside, give yourself some distance from it, and then you can publish it later when you're feeling more confident, when you have other works out there that you are happy with, that you are happy to have out into the world. There are only really two reasons to edit your book, and that is to become better, and it is to monetize and publish a thing. If you don't want editing, then don't monetize it. If you don't want feedback, then don't monetize it. And it can be very painful on the soul to edit something, even if you're self-editing. So if you are that type of person and you want to monetize your writing, then there is some soul searching that needs to be done before you start off on this journey to perfect a story and send it out into the world. The last big point that we want to make today is that when you make this decision to monetize, happens on a per story basis. You can say no across the board to all of it and just be a very private author, that's fine. You can say, yes, I don't care, let it out into the world and say yes for everything, which is not recommended. But deciding per story has been the most helpful and healthy way, at least in my experience, of approaching this question of do I monetize my writing or not. And we recommend, of course, that you do that after the first draft. With the first draft, you should be treating it like you're only writing it for yourself. If you already have plans to publish, to monetize, that first draft becomes a lot more difficult. It becomes a lot more in the weeds because even subconsciously, you will worry about how the audience might receive it. You will worry about, is an agent going to pick this up? Is this going to be something I can market? Anything like that. So go at your first draft as if it is only for you. Of course, if you do become a traditional author with a contract for a certain number of books with any sort of publisher or publishing house, this will change. But again, that is something you decide when you take that first book and start querying and searching for an agent. You still have somewhere in the process where you have to make that decision to monetize. And that decision comes down to the question, are you okay letting go of this story? What we talked about at the beginning of the episode, releasing your grip on it and letting other people have the story, letting other people control elements of the story if you're editing, because this will help the joke land better, even though you really like this word. The whole kill your darlings thing comes down to making this choice to monetize. If you haven't said, yes, I want to monetize, then the whole kill your darlings conversation is not for now. In the end, no matter how you decide to publish, no matter if you decide to publish, always write selfishly. If you have a question or comment for our hosts or a topic you'd like us to cover, send us an email at writingroots at aspenhousepublishing.com or find us on Facebook by searching for Aspen House Publishing.